0: everybody. Welcome back to Wrong and Wronger, the podcast where we always encourage viewers and listeners to face their life regrets head on. And that's what I do every time I call up James Breakwell. And James, I, I told you during the pre-production four and a half seconds that we usually take when the mics go hot that we have a packed episode today. And you didn't even flinch. You were like, all right, count us in. How are you doing today?
1: Well, I am just delighted by your old man phone etiquette. You called me, and then I answered, (laughs) and you panicked. Like me picking up the phone wasn't like a possible outcome you had envisioned when you dialed my number. So that was, uh, that was, that was perplexing. I sometimes forget that you are close to 70 and don't know how technology works, which I can only (laughs) assume bleeds into all of the myriad of disasters that I'm sure you will bring to us today. You even, you sent me a picture of one during the week of a thing that had melted. I mean, you are, you are out of control with disasters. So I, I just let's just get to it. what went what, what wrong this week?
0: James, what went wrong this week? It, it was depressing. If we would have had this phone call yesterday, I would have said I don't want to talk about it because Ooh. it was it was so bad. I needed a minute to kind of get my head around the <laughs> badness of it. But in order to talk about it, oh God, I hate this <clears throat> Ball valve. Oh! Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just dove on that grenade right off the bat uh, wow you weren't going to use synonyms for the next 20 minutes for this story
0: <laughs> i cannot go through this story without saying ball mouth but here's also how i justify this The next time we get together for a meal, it will probably be at my house, and I'm not going to charge you for a dinner at my house, so I'm sort of going to pay for it one way or the other.
1: (laughs) You are are officially the cheapest man alive, but I'm going to allow it because you've dumped your entire life savings and then some into whatever it is you call this property now.
0: (laughs) So I got two things, actually three. One is an update that involves ball valves. Okay. Two is show and tell that involves ball valves. We've <laughs> okay. to get the counter going. And three, we have an update from an alert listener who both impresses and uh, fills me with resentment all at the same time. I think you got an email from her as well. But uh, let me just start with the bad. This is a bad one, and it might be the worst one that we've had so far. Wow, that's saying something. uh, So the small cabin, which has absorbed most of the money we've poured into this place, and it continues to be one effing thing after another. Ooh, I'm a little emotional talking about it. (laughs) But uh, so Mrs. Steve finally took off. I told you the shower was dripping into the wall, so we Mm -hmm. shut the water off. This is where the ball valve gets a little tricky. Okay. We shut the water off and uh, to the cabin and just said, all right, we're just going to deal with this later. Well, later came over the weekend. Mrs. Steve pulled the apparatus off the shower to look at the valve. Like, uh, not the ball valve, but the actual shower valve that controls the okay. water, hot and cold to the shower. Well, somehow water has been leaking through the closed ball valve and it has been dripping into the wall for over a month. okay (laughs) so the shower which is tiled will have to be completely ripped out so that we can rip out the wall rip out the floor replace all of it and then replace the shower not to mention we have no idea how the water is getting into the the pipes because the ball valve is closed outside and uh, so Mrs. Steve, just out of curiosity, turned on what would be the kitchen sink. I'm sorry, the bathroom sink, if we actually had a sink in the place. <laughs> and water came out, and then she turned it off, and it kept dripping. So for some... No, I'm sorry, she didn't turn it off. the the uh, The valve on that one, the operator, is okay. But when she left it on, the water didn't stop. Somehow water is getting into the place, past the ball valve that's outside and it is causing the shower to drip constantly into the wall and has for over a month. So I cannot imagine the disaster that resides in the floor. And this one doesn't sit on a concrete slab. This one sits on wood. So it's going to be bad. And uh, everything's fixable if you have enough money. And I've decided that enough money is always going to be more than what we've got. That's where (laughs) we're at.
1: So uh, at what point... Do you start taking quotes for bulldozers?
0: Oh, I told you last week, Mrs. Steve is about as despondent as I. It's funny, whenever one of us dips down way below the Mason-Dixon line, the other one of us kind of steps up and tries to balance the other one. Well, now Mrs. Steve is back to being optimistic because I was so disappointed by this. And uh, that's going on in that cabin. What's going on in the big cabin is that we decided to finally install the bathroom sink, except everybody's bathroom, including yours, Breakwell, has, I'm going to hold up one of my items for show and tell, a ball valve that looks like this. Now, I sent you a picture of two things I was going to show this week. Mm -hmm. This was not one of them because these did not leak at our house yet because (laughs) we didn't turn the water on to them. Now we come to find out these leak in our house, the big house, and so we have to replace these things too. But I just wanted to mention, all of you next to your toilet, you have one of these. And under your sink, both bathroom and kitchen, you have two of these. One for the hot, one for the cold. And uh, you can't see this, James, but as I turn the handle to close it, you will see a little... Let's see if I can line this up right. See the ball that goes So that's why they call that a ball valve. There's a metal ball in there that turns off and on when you turn the handle. A plastic ball valve looks like this. And we have this extra on our workbench because something will invariably fail. All of you have these outside of your house from the main and it works the same way. This is a little harder to turn, the plastic ones, holy cow. All right, so you see the ball inside opening and closing. That makes it a ball valve. When the uh, handle, whether these are metal or plastic, is uh, parallel to the pipe, it's open. When it's perpendicular to the pipe, it's closed. The last piece of show and tell, I told you I would bring the piece of pipe that got broken when they were digging the foundation for our garage. The giant corkscrew on front of the skid steer did that to our pipe (laughs) And uh, I saved it. I thought this will go in a shadow box of everything that's gone wrong with our cabins. And that shadow box has now grown into a full museum. So there you (laughs) go. So that's what I got going on, James. We got to replace these things in our probably kitchen sink and bathroom sink because they're shot. And uh, that's going to require turning the water off to the entire plantation. And last time that happened, it wouldn't turn back on. So it's a mess. It's bad. It's all bad. It's always been bad. It always will be bad. And I can't believe talking to you is slightly less bad than everything going on at the ranch.
1: We have officially hit a new low. I mean, that, that that's yeah. beyond question here. So weren't those joints like in the house? Like, aren't those new? Aren't the the, the ball valves inside the house? I mean, like this stuff outside is somehow ancient, even though the place has only been unoccupied for three years. But I thought you just redid all the plumbing inside. Like, aren't those bl- brand new ball valves?
0: No, we assumed that because these are almost indestructible that they would not leak, except uh, obviously that was inviting the devil into our home because they do leak. So we now have to replace these. Even stuff that cannot go wrong is going wrong, James. Have you considered
1: operator error? I mean, ball valves are so reliable that they're used universally in all plumbing everywhere (laughs) that yet on your property, the ball does not valve. It just does not stop the water. And sometimes it doesn't unstop the water either. Yeah. Uh, So, I mean, it's pretty pretty consistent across the board that just balls do not work
0: on your property. Balls do not work on your property. James, I'm going to never quote you out of context with that phrasing. (laughs) speaking
1: about a context that that before we get further into your disasters i know we're going to forget this but uh last week somebody contacted us both to say that i was right do you want to do you want to dive into
0: that i've got the email printed out right here
1: okay good because i was trying to search for it while you were going through your 95 disasters there and i could not find it so i'm glad you've got it (laughs)
0: No, I printed it out because I'm a man, James. I will stand up and say when somebody has obviously misquoted me. But um, this is from a listener. I can't remember if I said this earlier, that I will deem from now on as the custodian of the Wrong and Wronger Archive because she is, man, she will pour through this stuff and find like quotes that we have said. And it scares me. That somebody's paying that close of attention. I've never had a woman hang on my every word, James. I don't even know how to take. But it's this.
1: only to prove you wrong. So I feel like that <laughs> should be in your wheelhouse.
0: All right. Would you like me to read it?
1: Yes. And actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I, th- I think I actually had two or three people contact me. Um, but if you go to the if you go to the comments in YouTube, that's where I saw the other one. Our YouTube oh. – our, our re- so there's one place where people can reach back out to us. It's, not, it's on YouTube in the comments, which I never read. But this week I read them for some reason, and it was people proving you wrong. So from now on, I'm going to read every YouTube comment.
0: I always read the YouTube comments, and I must have let that one slip past me because I didn't see it until someone emailed – apparently both of us because she mentions that she emailed you about this too. By the way, the name Jackie – It's funny, it's not completely like Pat, where you could go 50-50, male-female. Jackie shades toward female, but there's a chance that Jackie is male. I'm going to assume, because she's hanging on my every word, that it's a she, and that she is smoking hot, James. Smoking (laughs) hot. All right. Hello, Steve. I like how she begins very formally. My name is Jackie. I will omit her last name. I listen to Wrong and Wronger, also Ten Minutes to Save Your Marriage. You and James are awesome with a great sense of. She got a typo here. Yeah, James. no
1: kidding. She named you that. You shouldn't be in she there. She put that. James
0: in yeah. that sentence. She should just say you are awesome with a great sense of humor. I like how our great minds think alike. Though, <laughs> I have too much time on my hands and decided to find the episode that you stated you hate fireworks. Never said that. I can't believe she's making this stuff up. Here's the one I found. Just to give you a heads up, I also emailed James with this information because what good is letting you know unless I tattle to somebody who's going to hold you accountable? Uh, That's my words, not hers. Thought it would be fun. She's wrong. Here you go. Uh, This is uh, probably didn't take a whole lot of research because the title of the episode is Fireworks After the Fourth. But at 2 minutes and 34 seconds into the episode... Uh, I said, this doesn't sound anything like me, James. She probably confused my voice with yours, and that's why this is happening. Anyway, the quote from one of us, the name has been changed to uh, protect the guilty. Man, I can't tell you how annoying fireworks are. Or it's more the cracker part of the firecracker. I don't mind the dazzling display in the sky, but the affiliated noise, A, makes our dog go crazy and makes it impossible to sleep because they're random and unpredictable, And uh, Oh, A makes our dog go crazy. B, uh, she spelled it out, (laughs) B-E. B (laughs) makes it impossible to sleep because they're random and unpredictable and I don't like it, James. Again, I think there's a typo in there. I think you said I don't like it, Steve. Anyway, (laughs) she uh, she ends with have a pleasant week. Good luck on your ranch. Fingers crossed that no new catastrophes happen. I know that's not true because people seem to love the catastrophes. Uh, Sincerely, Jackie. So there you go, James.
1: I I will say we are less popular than I thought. So the person who commented on YouTube was also Jackie, apparently. So it's although her Uh, name uh, on there is Jacqueline, so I do believe you are correct in your uh, gender assumption. But yes, she and piping hot, smoking hot, James. But I love that she she's such a good listener that she knew that we almost never read the YouTube comments, so she put it on YouTube (laughs) and emailed us both. So we have uh, we have an archivist out there, and her sole job is to point out that Steve is a hypocrite and always wrong and she has done her job today and now that you've got that printed out i assume you will frame it and uh, look at it every time you decide to be a hypocrite and continue launching fireworks out on your ranch which (laughs) i can't imagine how you can possibly afford them given how all of your budget has gone towards ball valves but hey i'm not i'm not your money manager do what makes you happy
0: You know, fireworks are actually quite expensive, too. I don't know if you've been to a fireworks stand or store before, but it's getting ridiculous, James.
1: It's always been ridiculous. I mean, it's not like they have equity. I mean, you light it on fire and it explodes. You're basically blowing up money. (laughs) (laughs) And those big ones, they make a boom in the sky and entertain you for about three and a half seconds. I mean, they can be a couple hundred bucks. If you want to put on a show that's a few minutes long, even an amateur one, I mean, it's pretty easy to drop over $1,000.
0: Yeah, and uh, they do have ones that'll fire like boom, 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 boom. But those are, mi- you're going to drop minimum 80 bucks on one of those. We had one of them and the box caught on fire after all the fireworks <laughs> shot. <laughs> and we were way out away from our house. Like we didn't want to set the house on fire. I mean, one of us secretly did. But the point <laughs> is... I was thinking, holy cow, we're going to set the entire field on fire. Like, we didn't have a hose or water. We did it very wrong. But I did carry the burning box back to the house and doused it with our garden hose.
1: I had a, a similar experience. So they were uh, putting on a, a amateur fireworks shows. My cousins were out in the middle of nowhere in Iowa on yeah. the old family farm. And uh some of the fireworks were duds as will sometimes happen, or they assumed they were duds, the fuses didn't light. And rather than, you know, dumping the fireworks in a bucket of water, they thought, <laughs> Hey, let's toss it on this campfire that's right here. Oh, oh my! <laughs> So they weren't duds; they just had bad fuses, but if you toss a firework into a fire, it will detonate. so it went shooting off into a crowd of small children. And my we only had one kid at the time. I think my wife you know dove on top the baby and took her out of the way and uh, I think I carefully saved myself. You know, I focused on what was really important there. I heroically sure. saved me uh, and did not sustain any injuries you'll be happy to know, which is why I survived to make this terrible podcast that we have before you.
0: Mm, mm. yeah that uh that instinct to protect children not necessarily in evil people only no, in the good people
1: yeah well it's uh i have the instinct to make more children See, that's the idea i was like we're not going to stop at one we're going to have a bunch so this child is redundant <laughs> but it, if i get hurt there are no more children so you got you got to think about the numbers Ooh. steve i'm thinking about the survival of the human race yeah, what the yeah. human race needs no, is... is me <laughs>
0: A utilitarian perspective, no yes, doubt.
1: Absolutely. Uh, so, I guess, are you going to be celebrating your freedom now on the ranch with fireworks, or now that you've seen this printout, are you done with fireworks for good?
0: I don't understand the allure of fireworks, James. <laughs> you just set them off like last episode. I know. Well it was uh, New Year's Eve that we did. My wife considers herself a bit of a rock on tour when it comes to fireworks and she has dragged the children into the madness with her. So the expense, the uh, it's over with in like 10 seconds kind of reminds me of our honeymoon that uh, everything to me says this doesn't make sense from a financial or even an entertainment standpoint, but it did keep the coyotes away and I hope it scared some of them into having a heart attack that night.
1: Um, Let let me put it to you another way. If you do continue to set off fireworks and you tackle this with the same level of competence you tackle everything else, there's a good Mm. chance you'll accidentally burn down or blow up one or both cabins, which is all upside for you at this point. I mean, think about the insurance payout, just a fresh start, uh, just a slab of concrete with a pile of ashes on top. Uh, You could like just push the ashes aside and put a tent on there and you would still be way far ahead of where you are right now.
0: James, your words make me feel like I've just taken a couple of quaaludes and I'm sitting (laughs) on a beach somewhere. Like, it's so tranquil, the feeling that has washed over me. Yeah, the problem is, I don't exactly know how our house has appraised because the houses, the cabins, aren't worth all that much. It's the land that bears the expense. So if the cabins burn down, the insurance company might write us a check for $28 and be like, well, as long as you didn't lose any acreage, brother. So I, think, I don't
1: know how it's all going to work. Well, also, and I'm no expert in this, but I think the first step to successfully committing insurance fraud is yeah. to not discuss insurance fraud ahead of time on your podcast. Because you know Damn what? It. Jackie is going to dig it up for that insurance investor. She's going to break it out. <laughs> <laughs> Back here on January 31st, this is what Steve said. He said he was going to blow up his cabin with fireworks. So now you're going to have to blow it up some other way that you haven't said on the podcast yet.
0: Oh, okay. All right. So there's still a sliver of hope is what I'm hearing from you.
1: I mean, if you invite my family down there, I mean, we will certainly destroy one, if not both cabins. Here's the deal, though. Uh, Mm -hmm. Lola has some standards and she's not going to go down there if you don't have running water. So that's kind of a deal breaker. So you have to fix the cabin before we can come down there and destroy the cabin for you. So that's a catch 22.
0: God, all these freaking rules, James. (laughs) Why do people have standards? I,
1: I don't know, so are you like you said about the the bathroom sink, are you washing your hands in the kitchen sink then We don't well, have a kitchen sink, so are you just not washing your hands? Or are you washing them in the shower, maybe in the toilet, like help me out here. I'm trying to assume the best, but you're not making it real easy
0: James, I literally had this conversation with my wife yesterday. The last time I washed my hands was probably in the mid eighties, like I I eat stuff off the floor, I don't wash anything, I I breathe everyone else's air, I don't care. I have the immune system of a weightlifter. Like, uh, it doesn't matter to me, and so, no, I don't wash my hands. However, Mrs. Steve does, and she has to use the spigot in the bathtub in the shower. We have a spigot <laughs> from the shower assembly.
1: Okay. So, two takeaways from that one. I'm never shaking hands with you again. Two, it's a step below where I thought you were in terms of available plumbing. So I thought I thought at some point you got kitchen cabinets with a sink in them. Did they have did did you not get a sink to go with those cabinets or did I imagine the cabinet, cabinets <sighs> and they actually don't exist?
0: Well, two things. One, we did get cabinets. None of them are installed yet. And two, the kitchen sink doesn't fit in the cabinet in which it was supposed to. So there's going to be some modifications, maybe some tears, and possibly a new sink.
1: So who's, whose fault is this? I want to I hear where the blame lies for this light latest disaster. Did you <laughs> mismeasure? Here. Did a contractor mismeasure? Or did you just buy a sink because it looked pretty and then just assume First it would of fit? All.
0: There is no contractor in this equation, James. Oh. Uh, Now, Mrs. Steve uh, bought the sink that she wanted and then bought a cabinet fit for a kitchen sink and realized within a few seconds of me trying to push the sink into the cabinet that it wasn't going to work. So she loves the sink, and I'm not sure how she's going to make it work with the cabinets, but she is mechanically inclined that way and will somehow engineer a solution that's not a priority right now. Let me just put it that way.
1: I'm confused at this point. What is your priority? Like, Are you trying to get water back? It doesn't sound like you actually use water. I mean, if you just had some orange juice in the fridge, it sounds like that's probably enough liquid to get you by <laughs> indefinitely. So what is? what are you trying to fix right now?
0: Everything is a priority. That's what makes this so stressful. Like, everything seems like it has to be done right now. And uh, I keep reminding myself, in a year, if we just do one little thing a day for 365 days, we are going to be roughly 10% of the way done by next year, which is nice. Over the weekend, uh, her project was hanging porch lights on the small cabin, so she wired and hung two porch lights up there. And it just seems like that is the steady-by-jerks progress that we are going to have to make moving forward, with a little bit of pressure to get some water in the small cabin because Son and some of his buddies are coming down for spring break and would like to not have to tromp into our house to both poop and shower. So, because the guess toilet it, doesn't work either.
1: I, I I hate to be the bearer of bad news, and you know mm-hmm. how much this pains me. Uh, yeah. But if you do one little thing a day, but three big things go wrong, you're not going to be 10% done. You're going to be like negative 500% done. You are definitely moving backwards, not forwards. This place is 300% more destroyed than the day you moved in, which is (laughs) saying something because it was full of drugs and sex paraphernalia and was (laughs) unfit for human habitation. And yet somehow after six months of uh, money and blood and sweat and tears and whatever other fluids you've got over there, you've somehow made it worse.
0: Yeah, it is like Hercules fighting the Hydra. Like we cut off one head and two appear in its place. So maybe you're right. Maybe uh, we'll go from the Trials of Hercules to Dante. Maybe we should have abandoned all hope when we entered there.
1: Alternate proposal. You hate those coyotes. Yeah. You hate this house. What if you let the coyotes move into the house, let them destroy (laughs) each other, put your two greatest evils up against each other? I mean, would the house kill the coyotes? Would the coyotes destroy the house? Who knows? But you could be out there just in the pasture in a tent enjoying
0: those deer. I love being out in the pasture. My biggest fear, James, is that some coyote with like a pencil behind his ear and a slide rule and like a short sleeve button down shirt is going to figure out how to fix all of this stuff. And then they're going to have that over on me, too. Like so far, I'm (laughs) losing the coyote war as well. And it's all been a big blow to my self-esteem. And as you know, I have so very little in the first place.
1: I I have noticed this as well. I mean, are you going to are these like the Acme Coyotes are going to be putting in catalog orders and bringing in catapults and all sorts of various contraptions to fix your house?
0: Yeah, whatever they do to make sure everything goes their way and nothing goes my way, that will only further the narrative that has been so prominent in my life up until now.
1: Well, I feel like if we end the podcast here, you're going to kill yourself. So as as an upstanding human being, I've got to talk you off the ledge. So before we end, why don't you say three good things about the property that don't make you want to stab yourself or an animal?
0: Boy, you're just like a bad marriage therapist. All right. (laughs) Someone who's completely run out of options and just goes with all tropes. Let's see. I love the land. I could spend, and I love mowing the land. I could spend all day, every day on the BAM, just mowing. And I am going to mow off a good shooting range for us for when you get there. Uh, That's one thing. Number two, I actually like our cabin. I wish we had a little bit of privacy because it's a big open room with a bathroom. But hell, we lived in a garage before this, so it's a much bigger open room with a bathroom. But everything kind of works, and I'm assuming the sinks will work whenever they get installed. But I just love it. It's uh, it smells good, it looks good, it's laid out cool, and it's excellent. And uh, three, uh, Uh-oh. let's see. Uh
1: oh, do we run out?
0: Boy, oh no! Uh, coyotes notwithstanding, the wildlife around there is fun to watch. Hawks picking off field mice is fun to watch. Uh, wife sent me a picture. Of, I'm looking for my phone. I'm actually talking into it right now. Wife sent me a picture of eight deers up eating on our right outside our porch today. So that's always kind of cool to watch. And uh, we're still hoping to get wild turkeys. Mrs. Steve. Uh, bought a female wild turkey lure <laughs> uh, to draw the males in this spring. So we're going to put that sucker in the yard and just watch them all try to dry hump the lure. It's going to be fascinating, James.
1: Are you going to hunt these turkeys or is this just like a weird fetish thing?
0: We? Why not both? I do <coughs> okay. you either or like that, James. Like, come on.
1: Gotcha. All right. Well, there we go. I'm now a little bit more confident you'll still be around for the next episode. So my conscience is clear. So do whatever you want to now, Steve. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, I'm going to walk us out of here while I search for that cyanide capsule I keep tucked in between my cheek and gum until we meet again this is Steve Olivas the despondent and morally bankrupt Olivas for James sitting on his high horse gloating like a Cheshire Cat well saying thanks for watching thanks for listening and as always two wrongs can make a right